Hello and welcome to the Life Tools podcast. In school, we learned history and algebra, foreign languages and chemistry, but nobody taught us tools for life. How do we deal with self-doubt? What are beliefs and how do they influence us? How do we find ourselves when we feel lost? And how do we make a healthy decision? Many people learn these things much later in life, after three, four, even five decades of existence, and often the hard way. For a few, like myself, I had to learn them very early. I created this podcast to share with you the tools that have helped me greatly in my own life. They're small actions anybody can take that bring big results over time. Let's get to it. Hello everyone. This week's topic is collecting jewels. I don't mean collecting literal jewels like precious stones or whatnot. I mean life jewels. But you'll see as we go along this episode what I mean exactly. Imagine you were born to a family or a community where spicy food is a big part of life. You eat it every day. But you can't tolerate spice. It gives you stomach pain and indigestion. There are actually people like this, by the way. My guess is you wouldn't force yourself to eat spicy food. You would consider it asinine since your body treats it like poison. We consider taking care of ourselves physically as a good thing, but we are less strict, less vigilant about what we take in emotionally. We think nothing of holding on to emotional poison, which is also really, really harmful. What is emotional poison? They are ideas and practices in our life that damage our well-being. I liken them to stones because they are dark and heavy and they weigh us down. For example, if you're a woman in China and you're 30 and still unmarried, people call you a shengnui, which means old goods or leftover woman. You know, part of the junk pile that no guy wants. As a result, many Chinese women mindlessly rush into marriage to avoid the shame of being labeled shengnui. When a woman accepts this idea that her value depends on whether or not she manages to get married before a certain age, it feels terrible. So she's basically taking an emotional poison. She is unconsciously carrying the stone that's weighing her down. Other examples. When you accept that to be cool, you have to be a certain way, and so you do things that make you cool, even though it doesn't feel good to you. When you accept that your skin is too white or too dark or too whatever and you obsessively slather on products to try to change your skin color. When you believe that you are mentally slow just because your school grades are not up to par and you completely forget that you're great at other things. When you really would prefer Christmas to be a more quiet, intimate celebration with more quality time and less material stuff. But you tell yourself, well, I can't change it. We've been doing this forever. Tradition is tradition. And you suffer every year. When you believe that to be accepted, you have to weigh 90 pounds, and so you starve yourself trying to achieve this goal. All of these, they damage our well-being. They are stones. The antidote is to give ourselves permission to let go of this emotional burden and to start collecting jewels instead. A jewel is a thought, an idea, a practice that adds to our well-being. How do we go about doing this? First, we must recognize what parts of our lives are stones. What are the ideas and practices that you have accepted that diminish you, that decrease your self-esteem, that make you unhappy, or that cause you toxic stress? Keep in mind that what is a stone for one person could be a jewel for another. 
For example, many women hate doing house chores, and it feels like poison to them to be forced to be good around the house. When the fact is, their genius lies somewhere else. But for me, a natural homemaker, having time to putter around the house is an absolute jewel. For one person, the structure of organized religion is a jewel. For another, who is more on the spiritual side, the constraints of religion could be a stone. Once we recognize which ideas and practices are stones, we let them go, and as we continue, we open ourselves to collecting jewels. With the example of women in China, a jewel could be a woman adopting the idea that her value does not depend on a man, that life is precious, and therefore such a big decision as marriage must be made consciously. And she will only do it if she truly wants it, and if she thinks it could add to her life. For the career woman who really doesn't like homemaking, a jewel could be her recognizing that the full expression of her genius happens in the work world, not in doing house chores. And so maybe she could hire someone who's a genius at house chores to do her house chores. It's a win-win for everyone. To give you a personal example, when I was young, I used to feel the weight of not being what my family wanted me to be. I tried so hard to like retail business. I even took a business course. But no matter what kind of self-brainwashing I did, or however I contorted myself, it remained a stone. Then I got sick, and this major turn in my life taught me to let go of this particular stone I was carrying, amongst other things. I replaced it with a jewel of self-acceptance, of simply allowing myself to want what I wanted. When we don't pay attention to whether something is a stone or a jewel, we go through our lives sort of on autopilot. We do what everyone else is doing. We believe what everyone else believes, and the risk is that one day we'll find ourselves at rock bottom, our lives devoid of meaning, and our bodies depleted, and we'll wonder what happened. This is how we fall into depression or addiction or burnout, or find ourselves experiencing a dark night of the soul. It's not that these things just fell from the sky one day and hit us on the head. It's that for years we took on more and more and more stones, and we didn't even know they were there until suddenly their enormous weight caused us to collapse. I've let go of many stones in my life, and I've collected many jewels as well. We can collect jewels from our families, our friends, our community, our travels, books, social media, everywhere. Just to give you a few more examples. Julia Cameron gave me the jewel of a spiritual creative practice, which keeps me sane in times of chaos, like right now. From one of my friends, I collected the jewel of being assertive at work and of knowing the value that I bring. From the podcast, The Millennial Minimalist. I don't know if you know this podcast, but if you don't, it's worth a listen. I got the jewel of applying minimalism to all parts of my life. These have contributed a lot to my overall sense of well-being. A thing to keep in mind is that a stone is only a stone, and a jewel only a jewel if we accept it. Someone telling you you are not good enough because X Y Z is only a stone if you accept it. In the same manner, the idea that you are good enough as you are can only ever be a jewel in your life if you accept it, believe it, and incorporate it into your daily life. Another thing, letting go of stones is a lifelong practice. Just as collecting jewels is a lifelong practice, as we change, our needs change, and so what might have been a jewel in the past could be a stone now, and vice versa. This week, examine your life and become aware of one thing—just one thing. 
that feels like a stone. Realize that you can let it go. You don't have to step on it. You don't have to try to break it. You don't have to be angry about it. You can just let it go. And in its place, collect a jewel. I would love to hear how this experiment goes for you. Or if you try it and you get a little stuck, you don't know how to proceed, tell me about it and I would love to help you. You can reach out to me at lifetoolspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and have a great week ahead. Bye.